movie pipe we'll look at the treasure of Sierra Madre a John Huston film from 1948 so this is one of the earliest movies uh, recently added to the movie pipe list and um, again this has been on our list for a long time hasn't it um, and you do wonder why we haven't watched this sooner considering it is recognized as one of the great American films um, of all time. And uh, there's lots written about this movie. Um, it's in the top 250 on IMDb. Um, but this is a really dark movie, much darker than I was expecting, especially considering uh, when this movie was made and also Humphrey Bogart as the quite detestable um, American character who's this sort of down and out bum kicking around uh, a town in Mexico and um, he's you know he almost you can almost smell the guy through the screen and he will do pretty much anything for his next peso. Um, there's even a cameo from the director, John Houston, uh, as the rich American who gives him a few dollars <clears throat> and then he comes back to him later on. Um, anyway, I think I don't want to say too much about the, the outcome of the story because you do have to watch it. Um, there's some excellent performances from the actors involved especially John Houston's dad who plays this old guy um, who seems to have figured out kind of cracked the code on where to find where to dig for gold and how to dig for it um, and yeah this is actually quite a brutal movie and I'm wondering exactly what attracted Bogart to the role knowing that he was one of the biggest stars in the world and really was um, known as the hero, or at least the anti-hero. And in this movie, he has no redeeming qualities. Um, he is a, a bastard, and uh, there really aren't any nice people in this movie. It's all a race to the bottom, and uh, that was something that, it didn't shock me, but... Um, was something that I was surprised by. Now, the dialogue, the way the script is written, is probably the thing that creates a, a period around when this movie was written. Um, it's almost a parody of how you would write the dialogue from a movie of this time. Um, and if you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, this is something that will um, become recognisable to you. There's a musical quality to the dialogue, but it's also ridiculous um, because, as I know, people didn't really speak like this. So it's a very written movie, but it works for the type of story they're telling, which is really this sort of tragic fable about greed and um, human nature. Now, again, as we keep coming back to on Movie Pipe, these tropes, these 
uh, analogies of, um, you know, is it a commentary on capitalism? Is it a commentary on American uh, industrial complex? I don't know. But um, you could argue it's a commentary on fame, on movie making, uh, trying to find the gold in the dirt. Um, it, however you interpret it, um, <clears throat> the influence of this movie is clearly great and far-reaching. Um, I know that uh, There Will Be Blood, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, um, he references this movie as inspiration. You can absolutely see the influence of certain scenes on There Will Be Blood, particular, in particular the opening scene with uh, Daniel Day-Lewis as he digs for oil. Um, there's some humour in here, again, very dark. Um, and uh, there's also um, the, the Mexican characters, I don't think are portrayed particularly graciously. Um, again, I think that's a sign of the times. But in terms of like, if you take the movie as a capsule, uh, you know, I understand why why those characters were painted in a certain way. I'm not justifying it, but you can you can see how the the screenwriter um, was trying to structure this story. Um, John Huston. I mean, again, we're starting to dig into some of his filmography through this list, and there's a number of movies which um, we're yet to have watched of his, um, but. You know, he is a master filmmaker and I think he can lend his hand to multiple different genres. Um, another one I saw recently, which I'll do for another episode, um, was The Man Who Would Be King with our friend Sean Connery and uh, Michael Caine. And that was a brilliant uh, caper of a film, uh, kind of an adventure movie in a way. Again, very elaborate, very over the top, um, and tonally extremely different from something like uh, Treasure. So I think Houston could lend his hand to all sorts of different genres. And um, judging by his performances in this movie and Chinatown and some others I've seen, he's also a credible actor and brought a lot of, uh, a lot of authority um, to, to what he did. Now, I would say, um, you know, could they remake this movie today? I don't know. I don't think they could. Um, but if they were to remake this movie today, I think you'd have to cast someone like a George Clooney in the Bogart role. Um, I'd love to see Clooney scrambling around in the dirt looking for gold, um, maybe getting some of that dirt on his chin um, because you need that squeaky clean persona um, or at least the, the posture of uh, uh, a winning alpha male to be juxtaposed with this bandit who would step over his mother 
um, in order to get an extra couple of bucks. Um, so that's the treasure of Sierra Madre. Um, I've just received a fax about a minute before this episode. Um, so if I did appear distracted, I apologize. Um, it turns out um, our lawyers, our attorneys in our European office took exception to the um, Friends of Eddie Coyle episode where we, I miss, I miss uh, assigned a scene to that movie. That's, that scene actually appeared in uh, the Anderson tapes and that has now created a legal dispute um, between the copyright owners of those two movies. They're not happy that we, um, it, it was Will's idea which I'll be, you know, we'll be kind of leading that in our defence. Um, it was Will's idea to get that wrong. Uh, that was all. <clears throat> that was the whole shtick of that episode was to um, confuse two movies for comedic effect, and it didn't work. And it not only didn't work from a comedic point of view, it didn't work legally. So ultimately, that's the price we pay. Um, for our art and I just hope that we can come to some sort of agreement settlement it'll probably be financial it's okay we're loaded and um, we can continue moving forward and just put that behind us because we wouldn't want the pipeheads our dear pipehead listeners um, to be confused about where our priorities are and that is to monetize our I mean it is to serve our audience with quality accurate content so that's something that will myself and our producing committee in both the US and Europe will be discussing over an elongated zoom call uh, this weekend which has been scheduled on our behalf by our legal counsels so I look forward to that and reporting back on um, exactly how much we've been taking to the cleaners with this was and will continue to be movie pipe <laughs>